This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. And Friends is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Essential businesses in Florida. A COVID-19 joke. (laughs) What does this lever do? (laughs) My brush with... Former Cubs Glenn Beckert and Jim Fry. And two celebrity interviews, poker player Tristan Wade and rock and roll icon Jim Peter. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. And Friends, back again. I didn't know whether to have a response of classy or excitement because you all sounded so classy. Well, we're taking it classy today. We're taking more of an NPR-esque you know, this is serious times. We have to be serious, you know. You should have told me this before I had a few drinks. This is serious times, Kimmy. I'm taking serious it times requires serious alcohol. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Hey. Oh, what a week this was, guys. Uh, um, so so much happened. It was so different from every other week. Uh, uh, the walls I looked at were a lot different. Um, the basement I was in was a lot different. Well, to be fair, you, you did move, so there I are did. different walls, right? I, I mean, I literally moved today. I'm in my new apartment right now, right now in downtown Chicago, which means I'm closer to the inevitable bread lines. Hey, I got the video tour though. Gorgeous view. You oh, are going to be able to see those bread lines right up and down the river. Oh, it's going to be great. Hopefully, someone can chuck a bread piece of bread up to me. You can see the protests happening. Oh yeah, great. That's what I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to wake up one morning and see fire outside my window. It's easier to get food out here. I'll make you some bread. Well, I'm near the hot spot, too, because I'm living right next to Trump Tower. So if that thing blows up, I'm getting the collateral. Ooh, bonanza. Yeah, make sure you have that (laughs) renter's insurance now for sure. Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) I I got it. I got it the minute I found out where I was living next to. Well, before we get too far into this anymore, we should probably introduce ourselves to make sure anyone coming in gets to know a little bit more about us. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never done this before. This is the first time on the show I think we've done this. I can't believe we've never thought of it. Yeah. Well, this is our NPR day, so yeah. we have our great thinking caps on and speaking yes. caps. My tinfoil. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's, do, let's do an NPR thing then. Okay, okay. My name is Tommy Maley. Uh, my sleep schedule recently has been completely fucked, as oh. the kids say. Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, how late do you usually stay up? It's kind of a cycle. Like, it's just I stay up in, like, 20 to 22-hour increments. Okay. And then... Whenever I end up crashing, because I can't just go to sleep. Like, if I tried to go to sleep right now, my mind would race. Oh, so yep. I just have to keep going until I can crash immediately and don't have time to think. Mm. So yep. that kind of cycles through. I, I think I woke up today at like 2. I woke up yesterday at like 4 p.m. Holy shit. Yeah. Not to be creepy, but like trying to... Before we got together and everything, um, 
uh, you know, Facebook Messenger tells you when the last time the person checked in. So this was at first the first time, you know, we were all connecting or talking. <laughs> and it said you were up five hours ago. And I'm like, he was up five hours ago. So at least he was up in the early morning. I'm like, did you go to sleep? Yeah, Why was he up I, like five hours ago? You thought I became a morning person. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, well, Tommy apparently is up early. So, well. Actually, we were just thinking Tommy never went to bed that night. We just no, thought he exactly. Was up. You know me better than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my got... mind didn't go to the morning person yet. <laughs> it's got. It's got. Oh no, go ahead. Well, I was up late at night. I had to do something to fill the void, so I was trying to learn new card games. I'm trying to learn Ten Lien right now. Oh. I just learned Gin Rummy. I love it. Mm. I just got a magic-esque card game on my computer, but it's based Ooh. off of World War II. So it's like a World War II card oh. game. It's pretty fun. Interesting. How how much power does General Patton have? I don't. I haven't gotten him yet, but like each each uh, nation, because you can play as the U.S., the Soviets, uh, the Germans, the Japanese, and the British, and each nation have like their own perks. Like one of them purges, one of them has uh like defensive bonuses and stuff so it's, pre it's pretty in-depth i gotta say i think it's kind of funny in a morbid way that somewhere there's like a forum with tier lists and they're just like hitler consume deck uh currently ranking yeah. it about here <laughs> uh who are you kimmy well at least you did the Answered naming question part. No. i know right well i'm kimmy um Two things as it just rang a top of the hour here going on. Um, one, I have been bitten by the baking bug, Ooh. and I have been able to keep track of time thanks to the fact that I live across the street from a church, so it goes off every 30 minutes. That's that's pretty convenient, because then you don't have to watch your clocks, and I'm kind of glad it doesn't do every quarter hour, because that would probably be mind-numbing. Well, it's already still mind-numbing in a way just to hear it, but then it's always that guessing game of like, ooh, is it a half hour or is it like, you know, oh. one o'clock now? Mm. Like, it's a little game I can play for myself throughout the day. But do they, yeah. do they do that like all night? Does that wake you up? No, they stop around, I think, seven o'clock. Okay. So that's what's nice. So when it doesn't do interrupt. Back up? Mm, I think it starts the next day, like six or seven o'clock in the morning. Yowza. I'm. I haven't. I know it doesn't happen at five when I would leave for work, but probably like seven, maybe eight. But it's kind of nice because when I'm baking, at least then I know if I start it right when it starts, like at Ooh. that like prime bell time. I'm like, haha, thirty minutes is gone by. You start at the five bong and end at the seven bong. Okay. Get your own built-in alarm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get ready to shit your pants when that doesn't ring in a couple weeks. Well, it's weird <laughs> because sometimes it's been happening more around noon. Um, where it'll go long bells where I'll go for like 12 plus times one time it went for a whole like a couple minutes I was like okay did the person who rings the bell like pass out does it continue ringing why is it still going like I was getting concerned man this is my time to ring the bell I will ring it as many times as I want corporate isn't gonna tell me how many times I can ring my bell some guys in there just slamming away going time is meaningless now let's just say it's 32 o'clock who gives a shit who's <laughs> listening anymore it's gonna uh. start freaking my mind up because i've gotten on a system that's the only way i know what time of day it is yeah. <laughs> during quarantine that's probably nice actually for quarantine it's like it gives you a sense of time like i have had zero sense of what time i don't even know what day it is most days oh god <laughs> 
Well, I have Riot Fest to thank for that because I follow them on social media and every day they're like, today is Monday, today is Tuesday. It oh, will, they funny. do it every single day, like, just so you know. I was about to go to sleep uh, like a week ago and then an alarm went off and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh my God, I have class in like an hour. I have to be up still. <laughs> I can't go to sleep now. Oh God. Uh, well, uh, I'm Sam, and uh, I just finished The Boys on Amazon. Oh good. my god, it's such so good, right? Yeah, I binge watched it with my family. Oh, I have to watch that one. How about we figure out or learn who our sponsor is for today? Oh, today, uh, well, sponsoring us here on our NPR style program. It's that feeling when you throw up in your mouth just a little bit, just a little bit oh. to where it's it's not going to force any more out. Mm. Have you ever, like, just swallowed it afterwards? Oh, yeah. Like that acidic little upchuck that you kind of hate in your throat for a little bit? Because I'm worried that if I spit it, right, then it's just going to be now the feeling of vomiting and my body's going to go, ooh, green light, and just throw more. Do you hold it in your mouth afterwards? No, I just, I swallow it fast. It's it's instinctive. I I don't think I've ever met anyone who holds it in their mouth. In fact, I don't think you can physically hold it in your mouth because you instantly just swallow it back up. I actually just today had the longest, probably my record for amount of time. It stung, it stuck in my mouth and I hated it. It was not pleasant at all. It was, it was like half a second and it was an awful half a second. that's nasty, man. I can still imagine the taste. Well, that's like, uh, that's like my cat today when we were driving down here to bring everything in. My cat, for the first time ever, I watched her throw up. And Ugh. I have to say, I don't know how, how cats are able to do it, but even her, her throwing up was adorable. I've never heard that <laughs> sentence of a cat throwing up was adorable. Because I'm just like, oh, <laughs> she's doing a cute little, like even, even her, the noise she made throwing up was cute. She was just like, Bleh. I'm like, oh, oh, your cat is very different from mine. <laughs> I have seen my cat throw up. She does it often and it is not pleasant. Well, she ever. Was, well for some reason, um, I mean, God bless her. My mom fed her full of treats before we left and then she just puked it all up in the car ride. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, that's probably yeah. the worst thing to do. Well, and then she got her paws in it afterwards and I had oh. to put her, No, I know. And then I had to put her underwater. So I've got one paw underwater just to wash it off, and she instantly just clawed on my back and got the rest of the puke oh. on my back. It was great. Oh, uh, I know. I, my You're right. It sounds phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate's cat. I always hated when we ha- went to travel back and forth, like to home back in like college days. Yeah. Because this cat peed every time we traveled back and forth. Oh yeah. She just it was her. No matter what, if we didn't give her water, she just peed. It's like she knew. It's like I'm in a car. I must pee. Well, so we'd always have to sit in like an hour drive of urine ew. smell. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I was. My hoping, cat never did that. Well, I was hoping she wouldn't do anything on the drive here because on the drive to the Burbs, she took a she took a mad dumpy. <laughs> Yeah, but it was Ugh. a thick dumpy. It wasn't a watery one, which was good. Oh, that at least helps. Yeah. Cleanup is easier then. Oh, yeah. We just threw out the, the towels that were in her crate. We've been uh, with quarantine. We literally took the cat with us to McDonald's when we wanted breakfast because yeah. we're like, oh, my God, we don't want to cook. So we went to McDonald's, get breakfast. And we're like, well, let's just take the cat with us so she can get outside, too. She loved it. She loves mm. the car. She loves being outside. If it's nicer, I would walk her on the leash. But I'm also afraid that when she sees a dog or a squirrel, she'll run. 
One towards, one away. I'm always afraid of the cat when, because I've thought about walking my cat too, but I'm afraid when it sees another animal, it'll kind of do like that cat jump and then they turn into a ball and kind of just flail around. And I don't want like a flailing cat. Just, just well, that's why you also need the harnesses too, because man, if there was a collar and they do, because I had a cat before break a leash. So I was just like, whoa, you got it. Yeah. She freaked out so hard from a car too. So it was Jeez. like, nope. My yep. sister bought uh, a leash or like a harness for one of our cats once, but it seems that like when she put it on, it kind of pinched that part of the cat's neck where it just paralyzes them. So uh, she would just lock up as soon as you put it on her. <laughs> and at that time, we had no idea about that. We just thought the cat was really being weird about the harness. We're like, what's your deal? Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, before we get in the news, uh, Tommy, do you still have the bell? Ooh. It's time for the news. news. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. All right, so I got a few stories. One of them equals maybe we're in a new episode of Black Mirror. One of them is equal to nature's and the animals are coming back. And then another one is just the stupidity in the world. So oh, fun. we're going to start with the possibility that, you know, these people who worked or I should say worked for Bird, the scooter company, are now experiencing their own episode of Black Mirror with, I have a little audio for you guys, but basically with everything going on, uh, the company has laid off like over 400 people. Mm -hmm. But how they did it wasn't through one-on-one conversations. It wasn't through them like sending out like an email. They just... Which was interesting. I'm trying to remember. They just did a memo and like recording. It was like an event where they just kind of put a screen and it was like a gray screen that said COVID-19 with this voice. I will play the recording for you guys to hear how this chilling and no, like this voice just sounds robotic and disembodied. Like most everything we're experiencing right now, this is a suboptimal way to deliver such a message. We've all watched the COVID-19 pandemic radically and quickly disrupt our way of life. COVID-19 has also had a massive impact on our business, one that has forced our leadership team and our board of directors to make many extremely difficult and painful decisions. One of those decisions is to eliminate a number of roles at the company. Unfortunately, your role is impacted by this decision, and Friday will be your last day with Bird. Jesus, that was. There's more to it, but that was just a nice little edited one. But yeah, she whiz. It's like a if you. Um, they actually have it up there, like the full recordings and just hearing it. They and even by that little bit, you could tell they sent it as a, as a group. Like, hey, you're one of the many people that just lost the job. And, you know, we're not going to tell you one-on-one or give you, like, anything else. It's just, like, you are one of them impacted. You will not have a job. It's so... Hey, good morning. That's like if Hal was part of HR. Oh. I can't I can't let you work here, Dave. <laughs> and that's not even, like, their CEO. It's The CEO is a dude, like, named Travis Vander. Yeah, no, it's just Maybe someone Tra- they found on Fiverr. Oh, <laughs> right. I was just thinking Travis had a really high-pitched and feminine voice. I mean, in this way of how we did this, maybe. (laughs) But it's like you, I love, the reason why I was like a Black Mirror episode is because even people there would say like it felt like 
a Black Mirror episode. Because some people just, because apparently they give out laptops to their workers, and some of them just, like, found out that it was locked and they couldn't, like, suddenly couldn't access it because they missed this webinar that said it. Like, that they lost their job. They just sent out a text that said, send back the laptop. (laughs) Right? That's also, I wonder, I'm like, how went... But that, well, that's when the mass Jesus. laptop flingings happen when you find a whole bunch of la- crushed laptops on the side of the street. Dude, after that, I'm mailing you shit, lady. Right? It's at the same time. It's like fuck. I ain't going to the FedEx. Let me go. You could even do like a little one-on-one call or anything. No. You just had this woman who you obviously can tell by listening said it by just reading a memo. Oh, for sure. That's unbelievable. <laughs> It was crazy. Oh my god, I feel bad to laugh at that because I know it's a lot of people losing their job. But man, that guy just... still though having a company wide Zoom meeting to say pack your shit and get out—that's yeah. rough. Yeah, and that's what's even worse is probably the only people in that webinar are just the ones that lost it, so nobody else knows about. Because some oh. people didn't find out until this—they uh, found out on TechCrunch, which is a website that tells you technology news but that's where the people who weren't in the webinar that didn't have the laptops that's how they found out was when they checked that it's crazy imagine just logging on and looking at the news and finding out that you got laid off from that you didn't get told ahead of time you got told by a news article that you are out of a job yep good luck meanwhile the only message you get is a robotic voiceover saying in these uncertain times <laughs> i hope this message finds you in good health you know they could have been creative with the voice too i mean i don't think i would have felt that bad if yoda gave me like my my fire like my pink slip you know i would Make also it wonder if right? it was well then in that case i'd also be like am i getting pranked here because I mean, this. I mean, it didn't happen on April first. It happened a few days later. But I still would have been like, hmm, a- like a- Ashton are you Cooker my just, chain? Ashton Kusher just kicks down your door with a face mask on, and says, "You're on punked." Gotcha, dude. You know they redid. They're redoing it now, but instead they have Chance, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, Chance the Parappa Rapper. Here's a little, I mean, not to say here's a positive with having this coronavirus, but this next story with uh, nature, you know, we've been seeing the stuff in Italy with the canals and like, I don't know if the dolphins are real, but seeing the fish kind of back in there and the water being better. This, we're going down to South Africa and their roads are actually being covered with lions taking naps. It's adorable. (laughs) It's so cute. I we should definitely on our uh, Instagram. I'll put this out there and friends pod. It's just you know since nobody's out driving around, they can. The, you know that asphalt is definitely going to be warm for them to drive on. Oh yeah. Well, it's going to get land. crazy too when people start driving it again, and just you know like the the lion casualties are just going to skyrocket. I actually just I don't had know. a conversation. I'm not fighting a lion for a parking spot. Yeah, but if when a you're lion go- <laughs> is parked there, I'm gonna go around. Yeah, but when you're when you're driving down a down a highway, you know, going sixty miles an hour, and I, I don't think you're gonna see a lion that fast. I don't know. I get out of the way of deer. I just had this conversation kind of like with other people because it's like, what's going to happen when people do come back and like forest preserves where animals kind of were like, oh, usually there's people here and it's summertime. Now there's not. Let's just go out and about what's gonna happen when like you know all of 
people go out now into nature again and it's like all these animals are gonna be like the hell you've been gone this is my shit now well they're gonna remember it's like a a broader version of that problem where like now at the museums in a couple months the penguins are gonna be like dude why don't we get to go see the seals anymore we were walking all around this building yeah and now we don't get to see this sucks you guys fucked us did you hear about this? I didn't put this on here. I should have. I just remembered. There's a zoo in Germany that is getting to the point where they might have to feed other animals at the zoo to other animals because they can't get. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, zoo I, Hunger how Games. How is that your answer? <laughs> that, it's Hunger I, Games. Right. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh my god, the whole point of a zoo is to protect these animals so people can like see them, they can have a life, and especially endangered, but now it's getting to the point like they're gonna have to start feeding other animals animals. Alright, Kimmy. I don't first know. I off, mean I guess it's like if you can only like sure, you can't save them all at that point, but I guess you can save like half of them. You can just save like the predators, right? Do we but do we all really- I'm saying is there are so many kids in the foster care system who aren't going anywhere. Oh, you're right. Just chuck them in the lion pen. Are you just suggesting we eat kids? Oh, I went I went the wrong I mean, way for that. I went the wrong way. Over, Sorry. <laughs> over penguins. Yeah, save the penguins before we save little Jimmy over here. I mean, Friedrich. I get you there, Jim. I went to like us doing cannibalism instead of thinking the way you guys did. So, <laughs> well, Let's we're go. not eating the kids, Kimmy. Not yet. <laughs> Well, there's even, dude, I've seen, oh my god, there's so much news in this, but then, like, in LA, the food pantry lines in people in cars went for miles, like, with how long and how many people are waiting for food, so, it's like the same case as these zoos. Their zoos are struggling, we're struggling. If they're gonna do, I know, in the wild, animals eat other animals, but... Man, that that wild boar who just got shoved into the lion pen is (laughs) so confused. That's the real question, is do they get, like like herbivores and just throw them in the lion exhibit or are they gonna like are they just gonna say all right lions versus tigers let's see what happens or like let's throw lions tigers and bears all in a ring let's settle this once and for all i want to know let's broadcast it on youtube live and call it oh my pay-per-view might as well charge it yeah there you go make a little money get a little more food spare some other animals stimulate the economy man I think this is a winning model. I think it also helps that they kind of made this public. Like, hey, by the way, if we don't get any funding, we're going to have to feed other animals and knowing other people. They're holding the animals hostage. If you don't give us (laughs) fucking money, we're going to kill these animals. I just we're gonna put the penguins in with the polar bears, and that's on your head. (laughs) I like how they comment, the last to go would be a polar bear named Vetus. The last to go. Why are they already... Why do they have a list? (laughs) I know, they time. said it's they unclear which order. animals would be slaughtered first, but a polar oh, bear oh, will wording. be the last. Huh. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who we're killing first, but we know who's staying. <laughs> we're not killing this polar bear. We're going to feed Terry down at the down the reptile exhibit to him before we God kill damn. this polar bear. Yeah, they said they would rather euthanize the zoo's animals than have them starve. Which I get that. I can't hear. I'm going to... I'll let you guys read a little bit on this so this way, if you guys want to see. But, man, I, I, this this was not intentionally something I wanted to talk about because when I first saw this, I was like, oh, zoos, feeding animals if, to other animals. No. 
Oh, they have a picture of cute little seals. Yeah, that's that's if, a nice thing to see right there. Cute little seals. If the zoo posts any uh, any pay per view videos or rumbles of any kind, you can be sure we will be posting it on social media. You will see it first. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if they live stream, well, they have seven hundred animals and more than a hundred species. So that's about seven animals per species. They can lose about two animals per species. I don't know if you guys can do German quite well, but I put the, also the name in the zoo at, in our chat because I will butcher it. I believe that's New Munster. Yeah. Oh. New Munster Zoo in northern New Germany. Munster that there zoo. over the U is an umlaut. Oh. Uh, you basically add an E after that vowel. Thank you for that teaching me. I took four me. years of German. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but. We did not take the German program very seriously at my high school. <laughs> You learned a little. I learned something now. <laughs> I didn't take it. I think language. if you dump me off in the middle of Berlin, I could make it to a bathroom, a cafe, a library, and home. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? Mostly because most people there speak English anyway. Uh, true. Well, um, after that, I didn't mean to make it so dark already, but um, I'll just quickly... There's one I just want to pack a little bit on because I feel like I have to touch on this story a little bit also transition us into florida i know uh samuel thinks it's hard just from the stupidity of this yeah i don't i chose (laughs) not to talk about this one but you can go i just wanted to (laughs) just talk briefly on i also because i found out there's certain hours for this anyway what i wanted to talk about was the beaches that opened up again in florida hell yeah spring break number two baby oh jesus just seeing seeing it which it's been out for a, while, a little while now i'm just i'm in awe with how many people like especially the first day went there but i also looked just to make sure i wanted to see um if they have time restrictions i know that they have restrictions on how many like what you can bring there you can't bring like you know chairs what people do you can't sit on the beach like you have to actually be walking it yeah. So they do have rules, but the beaches will only be open from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the morning and then 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. in the evening. After that, it's closed. So what's the point of opening up? It feels like the the photo that they put at the top is a little misleading, but I don't know because it's from Getty Images. It's not it's <laughs> not it's not a modern shot you don't think it's a live stream. I don't think it's I don't think it's not it's a modern shot, but if it is, then good for you florida seriously good for you i'm well, i'm so proud it's it's darwinism at its finest really <laughs> i knew you'd be so happy to talk about this oh god i just i love it i love it i really oh, do one more thing to top it off the decision to reopen i'm just quoting this from there this decision to reopen comes from the u.s president donald trump unveiling guidance for a phased reopening of the government's economy in which he ultimately left the final decisions to governors. This is also leaving the decision to the governor of Florida, who also thought that having the kids go back to school would be a good idea. Because all in he all, I don't think we should leave anything to the governor of Florida. Yes, well, apparently Donald Trump did. Yeah, but he's a genius. He knows what he's doing. Thank God. Seriously, I'm glad we have a leader like that to lead us. Ooh. I could go down a road also I, I didn't want to talk about it because I, I knew I couldn't, but I'm just going to briefly say. Get the bell. Dr. Oz. Get the bell now. Dr. Phil. These fake doctors. Get the bell. I, I, get the- oh, God. 
I think there's too much. I've had a news overload, guys, and I don't think I should talk anymore about news because the news right now. You know what? It's overwhelming. Is filled either with the idiots in the world or. Let's do this. Death of animals. Did someone say idiots? Hey, you know what? You know what's fun about idiots? I'll tell you one thing about idiots. I've met a lot of idiots in my life, but there are many idiots that I haven't met in my life, and most of them live in Florida. Cue that thing up, executive producer. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this We do this. No, we do this. God damn it. I haven't said that in a while, but we do it. All right, I got, I, I got, I got two stories. All right, two fancy stories. Um, one that has to do with COVID uh, a little bit, and one that has to do with absolutely nothing related to that, um, and is just pure Florida gold. So we'll go with the pure Florida gold right now. Um, you're never gonna believe this. Police said one man refused a breath test and the other one tested two and a half times the minimum to be impaired while driving. All right. Two men, apparently brothers, allegedly got behind the wheel of the same vehicle in front of the police. They did an old Marx Brothers routine. Uh, Palm Beach Garden Police got a call about a reckless driver around 1130. When the officers arrived, they found Florida man number one, age 24, behind the wheel of a running blue Nissan SUV. By the time the officer got to the vehicle, Florida man number one was standing outside of the F- uh, SUV. Now, and in this in small time frame, corner number two, in corner number two, Florida man number two, age twenty, slid from the passenger seat to the driver's seat and tried to put the car in reverse in an attempt to flee, but the officers pulled him out. You got to give him credit for trying, <laughs> right? You know you're going down. You might as well have a little fun on the way. Just see if you can really pull some shit. They they stepped up their game, man. It's like, how do you get two DUIs in a row for the same freaking car? Not easily. Yeah. They're uh, they're both... Uh, they're jailed. Um, I was going to say, well, if you can, it would be in Florida, especially. Yeah. One was uh, charged with DUI and driving without a license, and the other one was tri- charged with DUI... DUI over point five, uh, 0.15 and driving without a license. First off, how do, how do you not have a license? Yeah, not one license between them. That's right? the most impressive part of this to me there's is that they got as far as they did without a license. Exactly. And there's two of them. Two of them and no license. That was happening. What does this world come to? How old were these Authorities people Authorities now reporting that both were actually uh, an assortment of children stacked on top of She's each right. other in trench coats. <laughs> uh, one was 20- they were just coming out of an R-rated movie. <laughs> the car was abnormally small. Um, the, uh, was it a clown car? Yeah. That's exactly what I was imagining. Uh, 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 they're released on $4,000 in bond, but I don't think uh, we're going to see them anytime soon. Moving along, uh, second story. This is a Florida man trying to do something right, but being really, really stupid about it. Um, Florida man encases self in concrete in virus protest. Sounds like a good idea. All, all of himself, or uh, so uh, the twenty-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old Florida man put PVC pipes horizontally into two fifty-five-gallon plastic drums filled with concrete with some sort of mechanism that locked his arms in place. 
He was first spotted around 6 a.m. outside of the fence surrounding the mansion that was eventually free, and he was eventually freed at 10:30. He was protesting outside of the governor's mansion, uh, protesting prison conditions related to coronavirus. Which, you know, good idea, right? They're kind of getting screwed. Um, yeah. But concrete. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a interesting call. Yeah, on the drums was painted le- uh, white letters with the words "Stop the massacre." Not sure if there's a massacre. Uh, with the <laughs> other reading, "Free prisoners now." Which prisoners? Some prisoners, yeah, the ones that killed their mothers in cold blood. Probably not. Um, I know that some uh, some states have been doing that. I think Illinois actually, where they like. It was Maryland, Maryland did, I think, where it's like uh, they, Illinois has done too. Yeah, they picked some of the 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 ones who were like about to be released on good behavior in a few yeah. months, and they just said like, all right, we're just going to move you to house arrest for a little while, just because yeah. this is fine. Well, Illinois already had some cases where people in jail already have it. So yeah, once one has it, yeah, so it'd be smart. Do you hear R. Kelly's trying to get out from it? Oh, I hope he gets it, and I hope he dies horribly. <laughs> for most people, I would say that's. That's a horrible thing to say. R. Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you saw Harvey Weinstein got it. Harvey Weinstein got it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he got COVID. I don't know the update. It was like a weeks ago when that was announced. I think Mm -hmm. he is the only COVID update I'll I'll pay attention to just to see if he keels over. And I believe my monkey's paw has two more wishes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, but uh, on a good note, the Florida man who uh, put his arms inside of concrete was, in fact, wearing a surgical mask, which is good. That is good. Good on Florida man. Oh, thank goodness he wore a mask. Yeah. And his hands were covered. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he was spreading it that way. Unless that man called. His hands were restrained, so he certainly wasn't touching his face. He was, uh, he was a sociologist from Fort Worth, Texas, who now lives in Florida, and is a co-creator of a group called Campaign to Fight Toxic Prisons. Over-redundant name, but that's fine. Um, but the group has made blatantly clear that in the past weeks, community members warned the governor of the public health disaster that would take place inside or outside so-called facilities, yada, yada, yada. But they refuse uh, to acknowledge the fact that that person was part of it. I, I mean, I would refuse sociologist that too. was surprising. The fun part, and I have to say that because, you know, just seeing this is somewhat comical. They, they had to use jackhammers to get his goddamn hands out of the concrete. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine the, imagine the terror as, right. as a jackhammer. You just know you can't see quite where your hand is and all that, but you know the jackhammer is getting closer. Right. That's at least oh. a couple broken bones right there. Imagine oh, they terrifying. actually get a finger out of it. It's like, you caused this yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to save like, you, even though you're like a dumbass. Chaining yourself to concrete buckets makes sense, right? You know, that makes sense. Putting your arms Casing in concrete in buckets. Concrete. Yeah. It's stupid. It feels unwise. I always imagine, like, you know, if you did it, at least put a plastic bag so maybe then when you do cut it off, you just have the plastic bag, you move it after you get down to a certain point, like, yeah. to see the yeah. weight of things, like, you put on your feet. But you the, know, difference, you the difference, Kimmy, is you would think it through before you stuck your <laughs> arms in concrete. <laughs> I like this? to believe, Kimmy, that you'd be smart enough not to put your arms in concrete. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's reassuring to know that if you will, you will at least think think through these things. <laughs> yeah. Think through the process of getting out of the concrete. Yes. I'll think about the in. after before doing. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) normal plan. Take a step ahead. If you, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you something. You see yourself in ten years. Jesus. But here's here's something stupid. Here's something not so stupid. Uh, (laughs) If you like and friends, then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like this incredibly smart show and fun show and entertaining show called Minutia Men Celebrity Interview and Opie Show. Rick Kemper and David Stern interview oh. celebrities every week. Oh my God. As the name Minutia Men implies, the interviews often delve into lesser-known details of well-known celebrities oh, wow. or examinations into celebrities that aren't as well-known. Fun, compelling, and memorable. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search Radio Misfits. See, even after that read, my brain has cleared up from stupidity. It's it's a little brighter. It's just right? the the influence of Rick and Dave upon our upon our day. And after they this, just if, cleanse us. And and after the inevitable stupid that you'll feel after this show, um, go and check out their show because they did do a great uh, interview uh, with uh, a doctor about coronavirus. It's inter- it's interesting and smart, and not Florida related. I hope not. Oh, look at them with the fancy doctor. Oh, you fancy. You fancy. You got a doctor. Oh, my mom's calling All right. me. Give me a second. His mommy yeah. is calling him. Trying oh, to I'm find out why he won't marry a nice doctor lady. Yeah. All right. When you're done, I got to talk to you about something. Okay, bye. Okay. Sorry about that. You are forgiven, my child. Thank you, Faza. Alrighty, do you guys want to talk about sex? Always. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> uh, this is... How do I put this? The sex talk of today is... A bit newsy and not great. <laughs> God damn it, Kimmy. <laughs> well, so let me exciting. just put this bluntly, guys. <laughs> Landlords are targeting vulnerable tenants to solicit sex in exchange for rent. No, that's not fun when it's not role play. You can't do that for real. Man, it's like we're going back to the 50s. Soon you're going to uh. see milkman jobs start popping up. At first, I didn't want to believe this because it was just BuzzFeed News that did, but yeah, it's been picked up now by like The New Yorker and then NBC, and I'm reading it. I'm just. That's exciting. <sighs> so far, <laughs> there's like still cases they're figuring out, but so far, they've received 10 reports from about nine landlords that have made this. Like, I think Wait, more. Is it in reports New York. from the landlords, or is it. No, it's like reports from. Uh, People actually, I think this is Hawaii. What? Or at least the executive director of the Hawaii State Commissions of the Status of Women. So. They have a state commission for the status of women? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Well, apparently they need it. Uh, Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Everyone thought it wouldn't come in handy, but look at it now. I guess so. Yeah, of course they're not going to state, like, the actual people and everything. But apparently many states have been having their landlords, even though it is illegal, asking for this. No kidding, really? Oh, that's so dark. I thought it was just status quo. 
Yeah, this was really dark to find. I'm so sorry that my stories aren't like the greatest of the day, but like, no, I mean, this is important news though. Like people, yeah, 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 it's, it's crazy to think that's where it is i know people have been protesting at least here in chicago uh the north side too have been like on rent strikes so you know mm. that's been a thing but i didn't think it was gonna go to this far it's so weird because i'm like people the, i don't even know what the solution is because obviously you know people aren't working so how are they supposed to pay their rent however for landlords that's where their income comes from that's how they keep the lights on is that rent so someone has to pay the landlords i don't even know what's supposed to be happening it's crazy the landlords are asking for sex it doesn't really seem like they need the money do they that yeah i mean hang on sorry i had a bit of an aside there's not an excuse for this and this is this is just horrid i mean there's oh, there's so much wrong with this. Yeah, I'm finding another case is reported in San Diego um, where this girl's landlord said basically she would cut her rent in half if she did. It's just, uh, I just cannot believe that this, we're going, wow. like, I, mean, I feel like we're going back. I mean, if Sandy, I mean, the rent's pretty high in San Diego. I mean, it's a pretty good deal if you get like a couple thousand dollars cut in half. Okay, he wanted to do it without a condom. I don't know why that details in the store, but it said, <laughs> oh. even in there, it's like completely in, he didn't, didn't, did want to do it completely without a condom. I don't know why. With half a condom? Jesus. Oh yeah, no, that's what it is here. I'll re- I read that totally weird. The landlord wanted to strike a deal. He'd reduce his tenant's rent in half if she had sex with him, or forgive it completely if she did it without a condom. There we go. Oh, what? so there's two deals. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh my god. I mean, this... it's it's you know, it's eat or be eaten. If my landlord came up and did that to me, one, I'd be disgusted. Be like, you have a son, and you're putting this like you know you reproduce to a man and if you're teaching him this that's terrible and then i give me putting her landlord on blast <laughs> and my landlord is the great he's a great guy he's understandable with things i don't <laughs> think he would ever like do that at all he's a firefighter I know, you right just now had so, some personal you know. details there yeah i'd be very <laughs> concerned like, if, i'd be very concerned if my landlords came because they were my parents so i'd be like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's incestual there but <laughs> I love the way you said that. You just throw the word step in front of it. It's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't see my landlord ever doing that. But it'd be, a sh- it would just imagine like coming out of nowhere, like hearing that. Like imagine your sister, Tommy. Like your sister's like landlord came oh. out of nowhere. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant as my landlord. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Don't talk about my fantasies. This isn't we supposed going to come out. Back to hey, ew. I'm kidding. Jesus. I'm sorry. Sorry, that was bad. No, but it's gross. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just made that worse. Uh, now he's thinking about it. There's got to be some no. person out there who's just having the time of their life. Like, oh, my landlord's hitting on me? I can't believe this is happening. This is what I you wished know, for my whole life. I lived with a girl who traded, like, sex for cocaine. So, I mean, some people oh. don't care. Yeah, that that that's a different that's a different ballpark there, Kimmy. That's just someone who wants kids. It's kind of a cycle. Yeah, but she was then able to save that money to pay the bills, so we had electricity in the house. Wait, she had a cocaine dependency, <laughs> traded sex for it, and still could pay the bills. Yeah, well, I'm not really sure. Wait, where does the money come from? Is vaguely, she using the cocaine or is she no, selling she, the cocaine? She, she also had a job too. But like, what's what? even worse? Yeah, yeah, she was the cocaine she, dealer her boyfriend. No. Just a dude. 
Well, Some will maybe, trade maybe. sex for cocaine. Maybe yeah, it was, just maybe it was good sex. dealer. I mean, like cocaine. I, don't know. I mean, all right. Well, if you you're, I mean, if, if you're case. saving that kind of money on cocaine, though, which can get pricey. Yeah. Now you have all that money left over for rent. Especially if it was consensual. Like, I mean, then I don't care. I mean, if they were two consenting adults exchanging cocaine for sexual activities, I mean, go well, for the it. Reason it does she create had... kind of a negative dynamic, though. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, you know, if they're if they're both okay with it and they get the lawyers on board, then, you know, you're fine. Oh, well, yeah, if your lawyer's on board, go for yeah, it, You right? just need to write up a good contract, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, man, if I ever come in here just gacked on cocaine, you're not allowed to try anything funny, all right? <laughs> if you ever come in here gacked out on cocaine, we know who you're sleeping with. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was a good one. I had to laugh. <laughs> It's a far distance for that. Yeah. I mean, he's now yeah. not in Chicago it's or Illinois. It, it's cocaine, Kimmy. <laughs> Thank you. And on uh, that, I think we should leave sex talk behind because it wasn't as sexy today. <laughs> that was terrible. Please, someone else. Flopping out of that <laughs> wonderfully given sex talk. Kimmy, thank you so much for like that. A moist trout. All right, guys, we got to take a hot minute break right now so we can get the Radio Misfits promos in after this. Uh, so uh, we'll be back. Is that cool? Yeah, I need a drink refill. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, would you buy a 1994 Corvette with only 641 miles on it? Plus, rumors of their death have been greatly exaggerated. We're talking about sedans. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. Can you see my doodle from where you no. are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we're back. It feels pretty good, huh? Oh, it does feel good, Samuel. Hey, did you like that uh, Back to You promo that just played? Yes, I did like that. Back to You promo that just played. Well, (laughs) uh, 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 we're going to go into next week today, and we've been doing a top 10 series um, because, you know, just try to forget about what the hell is going on outside. I thought... slowly remind you. Hang on, Sam. You have to give us time to play the intro. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, hit it. Did it play? Hang on, it's, it's about to play. Oh, okay, cool. It is, it time, is time for, for next, next week's week today. today. Did it? It played, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not cool, played. Cool. Yeah, okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> for today's top ten list of uh, a historical, uh, historical moment in uh, in times, uh, I thought we would talk about the ten most peculiar cases of mass hysteria ever recorded. Ooh. Right? This episode has lots of just great talk of. We're great. real upbeat today. Oh, yeah. but these one these ones are very interesting. I'll say that right well, now. Well, I thought we were doing an NPR feel for today. Oh yes. So, so we're doing perfect. We're, uh, back, back there have been many uh, moments of hysteria in, in in humanity. Some big, some small. Like right now, we have a 
something, something, some pretty big going on right now. Um, but I thought I'd talk about uh, other hysterical moments in in history. So we're gonna start out counting down uh, from number ten, the cat hysteria. All right, this one's pretty cool. Uh, in the Middle Ages, a strange hysteria afflicted one covenant of nuns. At the Denny Covenant in England, all of the nuns gradually began meowing like cats and biting each other. It took threats from local governments to get them to finally stop or else face wicked beating. <laughs> the government had to step in and said, stop it. Cat girl jokes aren't funny in this century. Yeah. They didn't stop a whole bunch of nuns from meowing at each other. It's <laughs> phenomenal. I swear to God, we will come down there with nightsticks. <laughs> Yeah, I just cleared out this uh, this convent the other day. Beat a whole bunch of nuns to a pulp because they kept meowing like cats. Imagine <laughs> threatening to beat a nun. What, what point do you reach in your life? I guess you've never met 500 nuns meowing at you simultaneously. I, I mean, I, I would okay, punch honestly, them. Honestly, I'd probably freak out. Like, that, that would just freak oh, yeah. me out to a point I'm no longer concerned with who's doing what. I am just upset and swinging wildly. Hey, like, can you imagine like being like the first nun coming in to start studying and you walk into this empty room and you just hear meowing in the corner? In, I in, probably would go in and be in like, the Middle Ages. I'd be like, okay, what drugs are we on today? The drug of God, you, Jimmy. If you walked in and everyone you knew was just going meow, 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 meow at each other like it was a normal day, sooner or later you'd join in. And it's that effect each where other. like in a crowded elevator you face towards the corner, eventually everyone else gets curious and starts facing towards the corner. It's the same thing. You just <laughs> you just want to feel included. Um, yeah, true. And you gotta, you know, you gotta blend in just in case you don't know. Maybe they notice you're not meowing, you could be attacked. You survive, you gotta meow. Um moving on. Uh, uh, the next one is pretty fun, too. Uh, the Dancing Plague Hysteria. In I was really hoping you'd bring this up. Yep. In 1518, one town in medieval France couldn't stop dancing. What began with the townswomen taking to the street to dance for a week ended up in 400 townspeople unable to stop. Some actually died of exhaustion. A cause was never identified, but some believe mass hysteria is to blame. That's such a weird story because right? some woman just got up and started dancing and it was fun and then people joined in and it was fun and then one day it stopped being fun. <laughs> like what? I, 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 the only thing I would imagine to come out of this is probably why they banned dancing. Like that that would make me want to ban dancing for a hot minute if everyone just Without couldn't this... stop dancing. Without those brave heroes who died from dancing till they dropped, right. we wouldn't have the movie Footloose. You're welcome. And thank you, you heroes. Imagine popping and locking till your body literally starts popping and locking. <laughs> oh, damn. Moving along. Pop and lock draw. This one's a famous one. We've all heard this one. Uh, the Salem Witch Hysteria. Mm. For those who haven't heard. It's perhaps the most well-known example of mass hysteria. Uh, two young girls in 1692 were deemed bewitched by a town doctor. Soon, most of the other girls in a small Massachusetts town had also fallen into the witch's thrall. Accusations began flying left and right, and dozens of innocent girls were burned at the stake. Uh, why don't they do that anymore? We haven't had a good a good burning in a long time. I right? feel like we can expand from witches. I feel like it's a little narrow sighted. I mean, the closest let's thing get we have... wizards in this now, right? The closest yeah. thing we have to that is like 
book burnings, but that doesn't really happen that much anymore either. Not Those aren't as fun. I know. It's not people. Books don't scream. <laughs> um, coming up next, uh, I've never heard of this one. Um, it's a little interesting. Uh, in 1899, uh, the kissing bug, named after its preference for sucking blood out of the thin skin of the lips and face, became Otherwise the cause... known as the assassin bug. Oh, really? Hmm. Genus Celis Renardi. Oh, I know a weird amount about this bug. I'm sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> then you probably know about this knowledge. hysteria. Then I do not. Oh, uh, it became the cause of mass hysteria after a few of its victims died of infection, despite assurances Whoa. from the death uh, insurances that the deaths were a freak occurrence. News outlets whipped up the public into a frenzy that ended with people attempting to capture and eradicate the insects. Hmm. Why would they capture it? Why do they start with capturing it? You can just squish it. It's very small. It's a small bug. But no, you have to interrogate the bug first to know why it killed all those people. Well, you need to find it. You need to find out where its friends are hiding. Exactly. Weird fact about how they uh, suck blood. Their proboscis uh, on their, that they use as a mouth is both um, for sucking out blood, but also for injecting um, their venom, which is like digestive juices. Oh. And it turns their victims into a smoothie, and then it just sucks it up. That sounds horrid. It is. It's it's terrifying. They're awful creatures, Jeez. and I love them. Moving they along. Goofy. Oh yeah, it's a nice little <laughs> reminder. Tommy loves bugs. Oh yes, I do. I remember I that from why. like the first podcast season we had, and I always just in my head thought, why, why? They're he fascinating bugs. creatures. He loves bugs. What was the house bug that you wanted as a pet again? Uh, there's a few. I know I want an orchid mantis. That's my main yeah. one. Yeah, I think that's what you said in the podcast. I just remember when you said it, I was like, okay, weirdo. Yeah, it's an orchid mantis in <laughs> Animal Crossing. They're so pretty. Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Sam. Uh, moving along, uh, up next is the Halifax Slasher Hysteria. In 1938, two women reported being cut around the face and head with a straight razor by a strange, angry man. When news got out, 13 more women reported injuries. While many were questioned, the investigation was eventually dropped after every single woman involved revealed that they had inflicted their own injuries. What? Yeah. That's weird. Well, getting on the news is like getting on TV, huh? True. I suppose. Yeah. Publicity is publicity. They say bad publicity is still publicity. That's true. Mm-hmm. You see the paper boy on the side of the street and say, hey, that's me, while your mouth is gushing blood. You yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, up next, uh, this one's a very fun one. I've heard about this one. Um, the Tanganyika. I, I hope I said that right. The Tanganyika laughter hysteria. In 1962... A group of Tanzanian border, uh, boarding school students began laughing in the middle of class. They couldn't stop. Their giggles spread throughout the entire school, making it impossible for classes to take place for weeks. Without a clear cause, authorities blamed weeks. it on high stress levels. Hmm. Yeah. Weeks? I weeks. mean, were they... Was it every time they walked back into the classroom, they were like, oh, shit, it's starting again? Or were they were they stuck doing it? How do they sleep? Well, what do it, they do at home? I've watched Is this a boarding school? I've watched videos on this, and it actually spread to, like, the towns and stuff where everyone was laughing. Holy shit. Right? Like, Weak. laughing is oh. fun, but can you imagine laughing nonstop for weeks? Wouldn't be fun anymore. No. Oh, that'd be so unnerving. Right? 
Imagine visiting that town during that time. That'd be terrifying. Oh, yeah. Um, moving along. We got a couple more left. This isn't running too long, is it? I think you're good. Okay, cool. Uh, the McMartin daycare hysteria. In 1983, an unstable woman accused Raymond Bucky, son of a daycare owner Peggy McMartin Bucky, of sexually assaulting her child. When police let parents know about the charges, over 208 children came forward with charges including sexual violence and satanic worship. Eventually, hysteria was found to be the cause of the defendant, and the defendants were found not guilty. Hmm. Right. Uh, that's a lot of people to come in. I don't know about that one. That one worries me. Yeah, but it was 1983, Tommy. And back then it was legal. What was? <laughs> Sexually assaulting children. Sadly, you're probably pretty close to right. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, this one's a fun one. Number three, uh, the West Bank fainting hysteria. In 1983, Arab high school students were passing out at school, claiming to smell something strange in the classrooms before hitting the floor. Suspecting poison, they blamed the Israelis, of course. Uh, but that was quickly ruled. Uh, but that was quickly ruled out. It was eventually revealed to be a hysterical reaction brought on by stress. Huh. Really? Wait, all, how many fainted then? Was it just like the same person fainting in a room, or uh, it must have been a ton of kids? But it's yeah, kind of like the laughing really, one. Really stressed out kids. Right? Well, I mean, the all thing where you see someone vomit and you just end up vomiting. I mean, all of these hysterias are kind of related to stress anyways. I mean, like, why else would you dance in the street for weeks on end? Well, drugs. Because the coronavirus has faded and it's time. Mm -hmm. uh, the strawberries. That is not true. It is not time. Do not go out. It is not time. Abort. <laughs> Number two, and then we got one more. Uh, the strawberries with sugar hysteria. In Portugal in 2006, more than 300 children fell ill with a mysterious rash and reported feeling weak. It soon came to light that these were symptoms of a deadly but imagined epidemic that hit the fictional high school on a Portuguese teen soap, Strawberries with Sugar. Drugs. Does the soap opera cause this whole hysteria? Huh. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah, probably drugs. I feel like, if anything, I would have thought that if any soap opera would cause mass hysteria, it would be as the world turns. Well, what's kind of interesting is that the last one is also related to high school students, and it seems like just school is causing a shit ton of stress for people. I think we're just putting too much on high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, the last one is the twitching hysteria. At William Byrd High School in Virginia in 2003, a student went home sick with dizziness and tremors. By the end of the week, 300 of the school's 1,200 students were home with similar systems. No environmental cause could be found, and eventually the entire incident was chalked up to hysteria. Drugs. Yeah, probably drugs. <laughs> Actually, going back a bit with the, the Salem incident, did you hear the idea that they think... Um, there were like hallucinogenic spores yeah. coming from mushrooms in the area. I remember reading about that and I actually was just kind of intrigued. Like maybe they're that something. Here's another weird fact about Salem. Um, the book The Crucible is only loosely based on it. It is much more based on allegory of the 1950s Red Scare witch trials. 
Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think they Sing. were witch trials. You know, you got to get those commies somehow. It's true. Right? I don't know if... Oh, I can't remember. They're... No, damn it. Skip me. Better red than dead, I always say. <laughs> I mean, better dead than red. That. No. Better dead go. than red. Thank you. That's an American phrase. hey <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, all this hysteria, uh, I think it's safe to say that we, um, all of us uh, would like for you to stay at home and listen to Opi shows. You will be saving the world and causing less hysteria. And be sure to wash your hands. Isn't that right? Wait, we're supposed to wash our hands? Yeah, Kimmy, we're supposed to wash our hands. Jesus. I've just been licking them. What right? the fuck are you? What? Cats do it. Why can't we? What? Yeah, my cat seems pretty clean. See? Did yeah. you guys go did you guys go to Florida recently? My friends are been here. living there. Well I talked to Florida. Did you talk yeah. to the state of Florida? I, I talked to the state of Florida. That's yeah. right. I knew you would question yeah. that. Yeah. I haven't spoken to Florida in a few years. Yeah. We're not on great terms. Yeah, I haven't uh, looked at my I haven't looked at my globe in a while. And you might not want to rekindle their friendship. They're getting a little bit of eh. Eh. What's wrong with you, Florida? They've gotten really political these last few years. Yeah, yeah. And a little dumb. No offense. Just a little kooky. Just a little kooky. I like the idea now that Florida is that friend from high school who got stuck in a pyramid scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's what I've been noticing now. People like doing pyramid schemes now from home or doing, um, uh, what's it called? Not, there's cash app. schemes? No, there's this thing. It's basically where you just get share your nudes or share something, um, but you get you pay OnlyFans. Yes, a lot of people have been doing oh, OnlyFans. That's not a scheme. That is a brilliant, brilliant idea. By people. I know that one's not a scheme, but that's just what a lot of people are doing now. But I haven't like gotten I, to that point. I, I wouldn't buy into it, but it has completely democratized the porn industry. I'm just saying, especially in these times, like there's new talent every day. Oh yeah. I still don't get the why because we've talked about this. Well, before, we got we got to explain right? what OnlyFans is first because I don't think a lot of people. We're diving back into sex talk. Sex talk, sexy. Yeah, <laughs> sex talk part two. Sorry. So OnlyFans is basically, um, it's kind of like a, a lump in of selling your nudes and also like a cam girls situation. But my thing is. You've got to pay. It's like a Patreon thing. Well, no, it is. It's kind of like a Patreon. It's like uh, it's like subscribing to Playboy, but you're only getting one model's pictures. You're subscribing by the model. It's like exactly, it's like paying yeah. on Patreon is how they used to do this. And now OnlyFans has kind of become the 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 specific the specific medium for this. And I we've talked about it before though. When there's so much free porn on the internet, <laughs> why would you pay money? Well, some people, you know, they get that connection with a person. They just see them like a lot. of It's weird that it's gone through this, but I found out more about it because of TikTok. A lot of porn stars or people who have fans only have TikTok and they're like, hey, you know, add me over here and stuff like that. Or they talk about is the weirdest thing, but they go on there to help other women on TikTok. They'll st- go on there Ooh. to explain what only fans only is and kind of how to get started or TikTok how to start pimps. in porn too which is the most interesting thing to watch but yeah. it's like here's how you start being a stripper too yeah. or something more strippers but a lot of strippers go to fans only because you're not having sex with only someone fans, else yeah. only fans yeah. but yeah i don't know they you get used to someone like if you go to a strip club sometimes certain people will go to a, the same stripper because they like that girl so I mean, you I, yeah. 
I mean, and most of the time, it's only five bucks a month, and you can just pay it once and not pay next month if you're really, you know, jonesing to see those pictures. I mean, I guess I'm not like I'm not I'm not hating on anyone who no, does. No, it. Like, no, I no, have, no. If you do it, go for it. It's just I personally I don't get it just because I'm like there are so many more free options, and I'm I don't know. I'll say this: you can send thousands and thousands of dollars if you want. She's not coming over, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't no ain't ain't no simping. Ain't no simping well, around here. Well, it's you funny. Put your five dollars in the simp jar all you want. Yeah, but right. She's not coming. My friend, uh, my couple friends, like they met through, and I went there and I met her the first time through a. It was a sex club type thing where you go there, you can have sex with people. Oh, yeah, we talked about this, yeah. But they met there and um, they asked out of nowhere, like, hey, what if we started a porn hub? Would you guys watch it? First, we're like, we're not going to watch you guys have sex. That's the weirdest thing. But what they would do, apparently there's a lot of sex video games. So they wouldn't have sex. They would basically be like doing the Twitch thing, but sex games oh. on Pornhub. Oh, interesting. Huh. Or, yeah, Pornhub. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to think, like, hmm, maybe that's a little niche to get into if you make oh, money. Oh, definitely like, a niche, yeah. I mean, if For you're sure. making money and you're technically not having to show off your body or have sex on camera, you're just playing sex games, I mean, shit. Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is a lot of girls who do, like, OnlyFans types things, they w- they'll play games, they're not even, like, sex games. They're just, they're just normal games. Oh, so yeah, they'll, Twitch, play. they'll play Twitch, too, yeah. Yeah, they'll go on oh, Twitch. Yeah. Some of them are like, you know, chatterbait models and stuff like that, but it's the same deal. Yeah. Well, as we just did a sex talk part two, it seems. Yeah. Um, do you have a tangent? <laughs> well, do you have another tangent, dark. Tommy? Do you, or was this your tangent? And that was Tommy's tangent. Kind of was a tangent. It but really I was. Mean, yeah. Was well, you know, I mean, I think we had two versions of sex talk today, right? You, you, you had, you took the, the more important, we need to get the news out version. Yeah. Um, Which I appreciate. And then, we, need, you know, we need more moral reporters like you, Kimmy. Yeah. Thanks. And I then, take you know, I, I came in and made fun of people putting money in the simp jar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, I just want to reiterate on one more thing, just because I think about it. Um... Because you get so much in trouble on TikTok for posting certain things. I'm shocked that it's on there so much to like be like, hey, go follow my fans only. Oh, man. I, 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 you know, I applaud TikTok for having that on there and not copping out. You know, you got to have that section on there. That's why Reddit's still around. You can't show a female nipple on Instagram. But yes, you, you can. can. Sh- no, your photos get taken off. Not for if a female you post nipple? hashtag free the nipple or Are breast cancer awareness. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, those are kind of the ways that you get around it, because then if they yeah, take it down, it seems political. The one that I knew was political. when you photoshopped a man's nipple over a woman's nipple. Someone actually did that. Oh, remember that? well, I remember, I remember a couple weeks back, back when we could go outside, I was riding on the train and scrolling through an Instagram through the morning, and my Instagram feed was just filled with porn. And I was just like, how is this happening? It's just filled with porn. Well, it was the free the nipple. What a mystery. Or it was breast cancer awareness. And I'm like, wow, you guys are using that hashtag to its fullest extent right there. It doesn't really explain this penis in the shot. Yeah, right. Anyways, listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And, of course, a special thanks, as always, to our lovely executive producer, Tony Lozano, with opishows.com. 
And as oh, op- and opi is hippo spelled backwards. That's oppihshows.com. <laughs> and as always, a special thanks to our distributor, Ed Silla, with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Well, that's it, guys. Another week. Another nickel. It actually hasn't felt like a week when you're stuck inside. No. Though the weeks have been going by fast, which is good. So Yeah, I feel like this is the longest April of my life. Is that good? Is it bad? Huh? Normally when the weeks go by this fast, it's a bad thing. But it feels good. <laughs> Just take it take it day by day and wash your hands. Minute by minute. Hour by hour. Second by second. Day by day. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So long, y'all. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutiae interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutiae. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutiae Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Mystery. Fits. If you missed the Los Ano, Los Ano, or La, Los, Los Ano and friends, here's what you missed. Edzilla, the president is here, the guy that's in charge of the whole network. So we have to be good, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And so far. So what's going on with the network? Anything exciting? We have a, a thousand shows. I mean, there's a lot of them. We have a lot of shows. Yeah. Name the worst show on the network. Go ahead. <laughs> say it to his face. Just say it. Say it to his face. Yeah. No, no I, 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 would, I dare anyone to find a bad show. There, all... there is not a show on this network that yeah. I'm not proud of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called.